Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It is SNY.TV's The Juice on the Cuse podcast, covering Syracuse basketball, lacrosse, and football. Today on The Juice on the Cuse podcast on SNY.TV, we'll be talking about Mike Hopkins going, Jim Beheim staying, and the next assistant coach coming. I'm Wes Chang, and I'll be joined later by Brad Bierman, and our guest today is 2003 national champion and former Syracuse basketball player Andrew Cowie. Andrew, how are you today? I'm doing well, Wes. How are you? Good, Andrew. And there's no shortage of news in the Syracuse basketball world. Mike Hopkins announcing that he's leaving for the University of Washington and Syracuse announcing that Jim Beheim getting a contract extension. As a former player, what were your thoughts that went through your minds when the news broke? You know, I think it's, uh, for me, it was a mixed emotion because one, uh, Coach Hopkins, you know, you're just kind of really so happy for him because of how you know, he's given everything to Syracuse from a player coaching standpoint. And you know he's always wanted to be a head coach, but um, the right opportunity had to present itself. I know the USC job was something that he kind of wanted, but, it, you know, it didn't work out. And so you're happy for him, but then you're also sad from a you know, Syracuse program standpoint because you're losing a great talent. You know, <clears throat> that's what Coach Hopkins is. He's a great recruiter, great basketball knowledge. And anytime you lose talent from a program – that always hurts, but um, you know, Coach Hopkins was really important for me from when I was there, and just involving me in everything and making me a better basketball player from you know high school to college. And then I saw him just the way he interacts with players like Josh and Hakeem and Billy and Jerry in terms of the personal level, not only making them better basketball players, but also just um, a father figure to to many of those uh, you know teammates of mine. So it's tough to lose someone of a, a great talent. Uh, like Coach Hopkins, but you got to be happy for him because it, it sounds like it's just an amazing opportunity. Andrew, let's shift from Mike Hopkins to Jim Beheim. When is Jim Beheim going to retire? Is he going to coach until he's 100? You know, it's, it's a great question. I think it's really – he's such a, a basketball a fan of basketball, love of basketball. You know, you, you hear stories where he's watching games at 10 o'clock, you know, Atlantic 10 games or, or uh, you know, American East games just because he just loves basketball and he has that competitive nature in him. And I think as long as he has that, I don't see why he has to retire in two years or in five years if, if he still enjoys – um, going to practice every day, you know, going out on the road. You know, he, he probably does, he's not going to enjoy the practice part and the little, you know, minutia things as much as the games um, as time goes on. But if he still has that competitive fire in him, um, which he still seems to have, I, I just don't see why he has to retire in two, three years. Um, you know, so if he wants to go five years, eight years, um, as long as he's got, got it in his system, why not? Andrew, chicken or the egg, which came first? Was it that Jim Beheim said he wasn't going to retire and then Hop had to find his own job? Or was it that Hop found the job and Syracuse had to react to that? I know it's academic, but I wanted to get your take on it. I would have to imagine that it was 
this opportunity came to Coach Hop. And when you look at it, <clears throat> just from a you know University of Washington the program, you know Pac-12, the Big Apple program, good history. You get to you, you get to be the decision maker. Now I didn't even know, you know, from reading up on everything, the history that his dad went there and and visited Seattle and had still family out there. So I had just looked at it from I thought it was a great move from just a pure basketball, but there's also uh, history as well. So I, I really do think it was something of uh, this great opportunity presented itself. You know, Coach Hop has a, has a great agent, who's the same agent that got um, you know Illinois, the guy from Oklahoma State to Illinois. So I would imagine it was the opportunity was just too good to pass up, and um, and and you know, and had to kind of make that decision. So Andrew, who does Syracuse go with with their next assistant coach? Is it going to be an alumni of Syracuse like a John Wallace who knows the recruiting areas and knows how to coach big guys, or is it someone else that we haven't even thought of yet? You know, that was the most surprising thing these past, um, I guess, 24 to 48 hours when, you know, watching press conferences and reading other articles that it didn't seem like there was an, everyone was just so focused on the dynamic of how Hop went down at Washington and the extension and how everything kind of played out. And there was so few questions about, okay, who are you going to go after in citizen wise? And to me, that's the most important part because it's at the end of the day, it's all about the program and making sure the program is always moving forward and getting better. So I was always interested of like, how, what route do they go with, with an assistant? Do they go someone that's a great recruiter um, or more of a player development? Does it have to be a big guy? You know, read some of the names. I have a great friend in, in Rob McClanahan, who's one of the best NBH, you know, workout guys out there, you know, from John Wall, Kevin Durant, uh, to Kevin Love, uh, you know, that's a, a lot, you know, I know his name has been thrown out there and, um, and alumni as well, but I don't, I don't know, I don't know where they go in terms of, it's just, you know, is it a younger guy? Is it someone who is a seasoned assistant who's, who's older? Uh, to me, that's the most interesting thing because they could go in so many different directions and that's where I'm curious uh, to see where they go. How about this one, Andrew Cowie, next assistant coach at Syracuse? <laughs> no, that's I, I like I like looking I like watching the games from my couch or at a bar. <laughs> you know, another name out there that I haven't heard is um, uh, Jake, who used to be a walk-on, who's now uh, over at Marquette. You know, that's someone who I know Beheim was always a really big fan of. When he was a player there, he was a manager there. You know, he's doing well at Marquette. Is that somewhere there they bring a younger, you know, a younger guy in that's, you know, under, you know, goes Adrian, Jerry, and then Jake. You know, how does it? It's a really interesting dynamic because, um, you know, they can go so many different routes in terms of that assistant. And that's what I'm really kind of curious and interested about. Andrew, thank you so much for coming on today. Again, Andrew Cowie, the Juice Online Senior College Basketball Analyst and 2003 National Champion. Andrew, thanks so much again. We'll talk to you soon. Sounds good, Wes. Always appreciate talking to our friend Andrew Cowie, and I'm now joined over the phone by the Juice Online Editor-in-Chief and my very good friend, Brad Bierman. Brad, how are you today? I am doing well, Wes. Thank you. Brad Syracuse announcing that Jim Beheim will be extending his contract beyond 2018. You've been covering Syracuse throughout the entire Jim Beheim era. How long do you think he actually stays? Boy, that's the million-dollar question, and my head's still spinning after all these transactions the last couple of days with the program and really stunned by how fast and swiftly everything developed. And uh, to answer the question with Jim Beheim, 
You know, I think I've given up guessing, Wes. <laughs> you know, I'm probably <laughs> the only media member currently following uh, Syracuse basketball that's been there the entire Jim Beheim tenure, even uh, covering Roy Danforth last season, Jim Beheim's last season assistant. So I've given up, quite frankly, guessing because I thought he might have been done in the mid-2000s. I certainly thought he was going to be done next year, 2018, after the agreement with the university. At this point, though, because of what's transpired, wanting to have continuity with the program, Wes, I think he's going to be there for his sixth decade into the 2020s. I think it's going to be the early 2020s at this point. Brad, Mike Hopkins was Syracuse's best lead recruiter. How big of a loss was this for SU? It's certainly a big loss. There's no doubt about it. He's been recruiting splendidly for the program for over two decades. But at the same time, he's been working very closely with the other members of the staff the last five to six years, being Adrian Red Autry and Jerry McNamara. So I think as those two assistants each move up a notch, Syracuse will be okay. And don't forget they're going to get somebody else in at the bottom of the, uh, the staff now to help from, from that perspective. And, you know, the program's been very successful in recruiting because they've had great recruiters out there, and I think Autry and McNamara will continue that. And then Jim Beheim comes in to close the sale to get the recruits and their family on board. I think that's going to continue. I think there may be a, a little bit of a setback uh, in the near term, but overall I think Syracuse basketball will be just fine when it comes to recruiting moving forward, even after Jim Beheim finally does retire. Brad, you just mentioned it. Syracuse does have a downturn in their recruiting. Is it McNamara and Autry not being as experienced, or is it Hopkins leaving? I think it's a little bit of both, definitely. There's, there's no doubt, as you said earlier, it's a big loss uh, when, you, when you've had someone that has that reputation uh, and, and has been recruiting you know, for so long for the program. And, yes, I think Autry and McNamara have to get you know, a little bit more seasoned out there on the recruiting front. And don't forget now, too, Wes, they have a new competitor in Mike Hopkins in the Washington program. So that's a unique situation into this whole uh, equation as well moving forward. So, Brad, how does Mike Hopkins do at the University of Washington? He was head coach last season at Syracuse for nine games and went four and five while Jim Beheim was suspended. You know, I'll tell you this, Wes. I've always dismissed those nine games that he coached for Jim Beheim in the 15-16 season, and here's why. First of all, as you all remember, it was supposed to be the first game he was going to coach, that first Big East game, uh, excuse me, first ACC game of that season at Pittsburgh. Then that schedule got moved up a month, and with just several days' notice, all of a sudden he was the head coach for a game at Georgetown, one of the biggest you know, rivalry, rivals for Syracuse in its basketball history. So when you're put into that situation with such little notice, especially as it got moved up into early December of that season, and you're going into a situation, as, as Mike really said at his introductory press conference at Washington on Wednesday afternoon, what would Jim do? Like, what would Jesus do wristband? I really think that was the case. Really hard to go into that situation and have control. It wasn't his team. It was Jim Beheim's team. So I've always dismissed that 4-5 and five record because of the circumstances. I really don't put a lot of stock into it when he begins his first season as head coach next fall. Well, of course, that'll be a completely different story. Brad, we are right at the end of our show. Your closing thoughts. My closing thoughts in watching the Mike Hopkins introductory press conference in Seattle West, the sincerity, the humility 
and in, in the pausing with the emotion as he talked about Jim Beheim, it was just so evident that it was really touching about what the Syracuse basketball program and family has meant to Mike Hopkins in getting this first head coaching opportunity. And the highlight of the press conference, Wes, what I really thought about his Jim Beheim impression. It was dead on. It was hilarious. It had the whole room really laughing as he described when they met on Saturday at his home and he told them he was going to Washington. It was just really hilarious as he was uh, doing a perfect imitation of his boss and mentor, Jim Beheim. Brad, my closing thoughts are on Tyler Lydon, who announced Wednesday night that he's declaring for the NBA draft. Lydon never developed into the player Syracuse fans thought he would be in his sophomore year, but I think he's going to make a very solid pro. Not many people his height can shoot the way he can. Best of luck to Tyler. That's it for us for Brad Bierman. This is Wes Chang reminding you that I went snorkeling on vacation, also known as surprise drinking a lot of water through a big straw. You've been listening to the Juice on the Cues podcast on SNY.TV, and we'll see you next time. This has been the Juice on the Cues podcast, part of the SNY.TV audio network. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.